0: Welcome to the Survivor Madness podcast. I'm your host, Byron, and today we are with Liv, and we'll be going through uh, Winners at War, Episode One, and doing a full episode recap.
1: Hi guys, how you going? <sighs> it
0: was one episode, wasn't it? It was um, jam packed, yep. full of everything that you could possibly
1: yeah. want in a. I- was so impressed, honestly, so impressed with all the players, well, most of the players, and I just think it's going to be a great season with a great start.
0: Yeah, I think the great thing was it just there was there was no easing into it; it just went straight bang into it, and there was some bombshells at the start that the players didn't see coming, and we knew about but didn't know how they'd be introduced, such as Edge of Extinction, um, fire tokens, the $2 million prize money. Just told them straight out. No surprises, just boom, boom, boom.
1: But he didn't even, like, tell them how the fire tokens work. And even as an audience, like, you don't know what the fire tokens are and they sort of ease you into that in the episode, which was really interesting. Like, it'll be interesting to see whether... You know, people talk about receiving fire tokens or how big they are, what other powers they can do apart from, you know, Natalie's moment in EOE, um, but we won't get there quite yet. So why don't we just start with the um, startup, the other shock that I was really, like, I was disappointed in, but I also thought it, like, replicated the, like, quickness of new survivor is the fact that they had an immunity challenge straight up. So what were your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I liked it. I feel like um, when it was trying to break the mold, it's trying, it's got the best players in the game. So it wants them to show that they are the best and make them play hard. So by giving them immunity and then having not tribal on day three, like it normally is to actually have it on day two, really really early i i liked it um and some of them have pre-game reliances anyway so they know each other they know each other's games. so there's no need to actually build the relationships straight off you can kind mm-hmm. of make an assessment yourself
1: yeah look like i didn't mind it i thought it was very intense but at the same time like all of this season is about how Survivor has evolved. Like you've got such old school players that are coming in and they need to quickly adapt to the game. Like, you know, Yul, Ethan, Parvati, Danny, like they all are such, like, they're all winners from old seasons and they really need to see how the game is evolving to take out that 2 million because, you know, if you're fighting for 2 million, I guess it's going to just have to be a tougher game, which is why the immunity challenge was so quick because it's like that is some huge prize money for them so i could see why that was a a good move in terms of the show and like proving that this is going to be a harder challenge to win
0: yeah exactly what what were your thoughts on um the performance of the tribes in the immunity
1: i actually thought um I think it's T'Cole or Chicol or something, uh, Tony's tribe. I think they have much stronger players. Like, they've got Wendell. They've got Yule, who's an absolute beast still. Like, even after how many ever years, like, what is it, like 15 years that he's played, he's still a beast. And then Sarah, like, she's so un- underestimated with her abilities. And Tyson, like, I just thought that tribe was so much stronger. And I saw them winning first, to be honest. Yeah. Um
0: Yule really impressed me, and Kim as well. Yeah, Kim was, was another one.
1: Yeah, Yule was incredible. So I, in terms of the tribes, I was a bit shocked that the balance was that uneven in that first challenge. Um,
0: I, I think the problem is with splitting up the tribes, they weren't thinking about strength on each side. They were thinking about mm. who's aligned with who and – who has relationships and who's going to be better viewing and all these other factors that weren't. Yeah.
1: Well, like that's exactly right. Especially with this whole stigma with the poker Alliance, which we'll talk about a bit more later, but like the, the fact that they're split literally in half those poke players, I think it's Kim Tyson, Ch- Jeremy and Rob, like they're literally cut in half shows yeah. that like they were looking at certain factors and the fact that Amber and Boston Rob aren't on the same tribe, they're, definitely looking at the fact that like they need to split it up strategically rather than through strength.
0: Yeah. But there's only so much they could do as well. Like, mm. um, there's some relationships you couldn't separate such as Natalie and Jeremy, for example,
1: like yeah. they're really
0: close, but you couldn't split them up because there's only so much no. you can do. But yeah. Um, I'm still not very good on these tribe names, but yeah, um, the cow yeah the name is they the red tribe i think they Mm. they won um and they sent the other tribe to tribal council immediately um so they had to build a shelter and strategize which is a new thing for survivor
1: how did you like what did you think of the strategy so far for the fact that it's all winners
0: Um, I think uh, Adam and Denise were very dumb at the start to go off by themselves because the first rule is of Survivor is on day one you don't go off you stay you stay in the middle you stay um, building the shelter so you don't get seen as a target and that is still the that that core value is still the case in this season even though it's winters at war but i think they managed to recover quite well what did you think of um the relationship denise and adam are kind of building
1: um yeah i think it's interesting i'm actually very surprised but i just like I wasn't surprised that Adam made that dumb of a move, to be honest. and them getting out of the hole they were in, I don't think Adam did any of that. I think Denise put in more effort to get them out of that hole. Um, and I think it was a bit of luck. But yeah, no, I um, yeah, I just think that it was so dumb of them to walk off and but it could be a really great alliance in the future. I think that they're both sort of under the radar players. I feel like Adam's going to be really underestimated because he is a bit dumb and a lot of people argue his value as a winner and how good he was as a winner. And, I mean, Denise played an amazing under-the-radar game. So I guess the relationship could be beneficial, but so far it hasn't really been that beneficial for them. The relationship I was more concerned about that did really backfire was the natalie Jeremy relationship. I think that they... Well, I think they're both really great players. I think they did make it too obvious that they were still really close even after their season, which is yeah. how it backfired.
0: They were in each other's pockets. You yeah. Can see they were just they were spending all the time together and people are going to get paranoid at that if there's history. And a um, uh, alliance that I was really happy with was um, Parvati and Rob. Like, yeah. They were always going to work together because they're massive threats in this game. But from the past history they had in heroes versus villains. It was good for them to put their differences aside and trust each other because they didn't really have any choice. Um, Yeah, definitely. what, What were your thoughts on Danny targeting Rob?
1: Oh, I thought like that would be a great move to be honest. Like, you know, I think everyone was targeting Rob. I was so impressed with Danny from the get-go. But what I was even more impressed by was that even after Ben just randomly told Rob like that she had brought up his name, she told him the truth and he respected that, which just shows that like you know he really does respect good gameplay, which is why I think he had a bit of disrespect of Ben who just randomly said, oh, I've heard your name, but wouldn't tell him who even told him if that makes sense so ben, I thought that was interesting but they ended up resolving their issues made an old school alliance I'm really happy with the old school alliance because you know they need each other it's, the games evolve so much most of them haven't played for 10-15 years so I think that's so beneficial for them really
0: yeah I agree and I think Ben just looked out of his depth I just think he didn't have a foothold foot yet, and he didn't really know how to interact with these players yet, and it mm. just put him into a hole. But he was able to, whether that be luck or Rob wanting to keep him around his number, he was able to kind of slot into the middle. Um, yeah,
1: perfectly. kind
0: of hold that, hold that middle, which is not a bad place to be if he can um, actually play smart. But Yeah. will we'll we'll see how that goes in the future but mm-hmm. i think the whole thing about this this tribal was that um denise and adam were on one side and jeremy and natalie were on the other and poverty and rob were in the middle and yeah couldn't believe they thought they were getting tricked because it was just weird that they weren't a the target what's your thoughts on that one
1: yeah, oh I just – I thought that was crazy as well. I mean, Boston Rob was the first name really brought up in the episode. But, like, I, could, I couldn't believe that they weren't – they were just like, are we being, like, pranked or something? Are we being punked, I think Parvati said. Oh, she's still such a queen. I'm so impressed with her already. Glad I have her for my draft. But, um, yeah, I can see how they were so confused. Like, how are these players – like, even though I'm impressed with the gameplay, I'm still confused how – these players aren't targeting them like they're the biggest the best like i thought that was insane but um yeah they've just really impressed me i think those are my two favorites already with how they started it but i do see them getting blindsided soonish i can see how people are going to start being like okay poverty and rob a bit later on
0: yeah but, yeah I agree. And then just before Tribal, it, there was no real name. There was the, the two of Adam, Denise, and the two of Jeremy and um, Natalie on the other side. But there was no name. Like, people did not want to make a decision because they were so terrified. Can I just
1: add as well, I, I love the editing, the fact that, like, the name was just, like, no, you didn't know who was going to get voted out. I really hate in, like... Australian survivor, this is the one thing I don't like, and a lot of people disagree with me. The fact is that you basically know who's going home based off the edit. I like it when the edit is very like, ooh, who's going home? Like, there's some good strategy talk, but you don't know what people are going to do, and then that's how the audience keeps watching, keeps getting reeled in because it's like you get that suspense, and that's what I love about US survivor, and I think that they made that edit really good this episode but you might disagree with me because i know people do
0: (laughs) i i actually agree like i like the mystery i like as a viewer watching it kind of knowing who's on the block but not knowing who people are going to target i think there's always going to be that thing earlier in the game that you're going to target a couple but you're probably going to target the weaker person because you still want to keep your tribe strong and i feel like that's still going to – some of these core values, such as keeping the tribe tribe strong, are still going to be in winners at war. So um, we got to tribal, and um, everyone just seemed really on edge and didn't really know what to say. Um, Yeah. They were kind of just panicking. But, you know,
1: they're all winners. Like, they all are huge threats. You're playing with these huge plays. Of course, you're going to feel – paranoid and it's so much more stressful with the the huge prize money and all these things so i can i can see how you know everyone would be so paranoid it's such a big season really
0: yeah exactly and there was a little bit of um whispering um coming into it as yeah. well with jeremy talking to band and going Ah rob and poverty up to something so there was a little bit of paranoia weaved in there, which was which was quite good. But what did you um what did you think of the vote itself?
1: Um, look, strategically, I thought it was a great move by the tribe. It is, you know, true that Natalie and Jeremy are ride right or dies. Like there is no way they will turn on each other ever. Like no matter what, they are pretty much as close as what Amber and Rob would be. Like they are that tight. So strategically, I can see how the tribe made that decision. However, from a physical standpoint, I think losing Natalie was probably quite a dumb move in some of the strength challenges, like, you know, one-on-ones, like the sumo challenge when they're on the, like on a platform and, you know, things like that where she is such a beast. Like she's literally, isn't she like a personal trainer or a bodybuilder or some something like that? Yeah,
0: she's she an does. athlete. An athlete, yeah.
1: So the fact that they got rid of an athlete, I think, is kind of dumb. But at the same time, Jeremy and Natalie are both guns. So it was really which one is just slightly worse than the other.
0: Well, I think on that tribe as well, the women are quite strong. Um, Yeah, that's true. And they, even with Natalie going, they still got the one up on the other tribe, I think, especially because they had Sandra. So Yeah. um, But the vote was seven votes on Natalie, two votes on Denise, and one vote on Adam. So obviously Jeremy and Natalie voted for Denise. And the person left out of this vote was Michelle. Paul yeah. Michelle left out.
1: Yeah, I, I actually felt really bad for Michelle because I, I think she could have um, – she would have just voted Natalie, I reckon, but it makes sense. They didn't need her as a number. She's kind of one of those people that's just – Like, I do actually appreciate her gameplay, but she's very, like, goatish sometimes, and I can see how they were just like, oh, whatever. She's Michelle reminds me a bit of Lee when she's in pre-merge, and then her, you know, plan of attack comes out better in merge, I think. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think with Michelle as well is she didn't actually get much airtime in this episode. She um, She was very in the background, and that kind of shows that, um, she might come into her own a little bit in the next couple of episodes, or I
1: don't see her as a threat at all, to be honest.
0: No, yeah, I think she will make merge comfortably. Um, there's mm. a lot. She's probably one of the. Oh, well, in my book, she's probably the least threat, <laughs> the least most threatening yeah. in the game. So, the, and there, and her strategy is not um, super aggressive so you can understand why it wasn't shown as much but yeah um, natalie went to edge of extinction um she gave her fire token to jeremy which doesn't come no
1: surprises yeah
0: <laughs> um and he now has two the most of anyone at well set. at this point at, in the episode at this point, yes of course <laughs>
1: Um, um, should we talk about Edge of Extinction first or go into the second Immunity Challenge?
0: I think let's, let's um, go into the second Immunity and then we'll go into Edge of Extinction
1: after Sure, that. let's go for it.
0: Um, so, yeah, the second Immunity Challenge was less um, one-on-one or two-on-two dueling. It was more of a team challenge. It was in the water... Lots of obstacles, throwing throwing discs or rings. Yeah, it
1: had very like iconic things from past seasons, which I liked. I don't, I don't want them to bring in too many new challenges. I liked that they had the ring toss with the paddles and like you know the fact that they had a boat and they had to you know swim out. Like that's such an iconic US Survivor challenge. So I was really happy about that because. For me, as a viewer who's seen so many seasons now, I don't like the new challenges. I prefer seeing, you know, new versions of the old ones. So for me, that was one of my, like, highlights of the challenge. And I also thought that um, I'm really bad with tribe names, so I'm just going to describe the tribe, basically. But the tribe that lost last immunity, you can see how they're more of a team effort while the other tribe is more of just strength that's just all piled all over the place but they're the Chicol, which is the one who no chikol is the one who lost but the other tribe that lost the last one they're just a lot more united i feel
0: yeah i i was really impressed with rob um single-handedly just throwing people over mm. the um the rolling um barrel whatever it is yeah I mean, it was just, he was just about putting that effort into the, into the tribe even though he's got his um dad bob
1: uh, <laughs> dropping I
0: know. Um, yeah he he's
1: was, still a beast
0: and they were behind most of that challenge mm. or most of the challenge but you could see um the, the people like ethan um like rob they were just talking all the time and they were always going to come back at some point so um
1: what they were never the... going to give up.
0: Exactly. What did you think of the final part of the immunity challenge?
1: Um, to be honest, when I got to the final bit, I got like a bit off track in my own mind because I was like, who's going to win and all this stuff. But um, I was very impressed by Jeremy. I think he saved his ass by winning that challenge because he was possibly going to go next. Um, please remind me who was doing the ring toss for the to coal tribe tony's tribe Uh, who was it wendell i was disappointed in him because he is normally really great in group challenges and i'm pretty sure they did that challenge in ghost island so that was a bit of a letdown um so i just as i said before i just don't think in that last part of the challenge they were cohesive enough i think um And then when they did the lock, they took a while in the lock from memory as well. The other tribe got it really quickly. I guess that's a bit of luck though, so can't really complain about that. But, yeah, just disappointed to how Wendell kind of let them down in a way.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think Jeremy saved – I agree. Jeremy maybe saved himself from the block. I don't think he would have gone, but – um, he did buy himself some more time to build some relationships. So I think um, they, they they won the challenge and obviously the other tribe um, was off to tribal. And I love that there was in the premiere, there was two tribals. We got to see dynamics from both tribes. And mm. I just think we should probably go through just the, the fallout from the first tribal because um, we got s- shown some scenes there.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Adam. Michelle, Ben, Jeremy—so the new school kind of deciding to form together a little bit and um, try and trust each other against that old school run by Robin, poverty, and with Danny and Ethan that was starting to dominate. And there's just that big divide. Yeah, huge divide
1: between the huge divide between those two, like new school, old school. You know what, that, to me that makes sense. You know, they the old school are going to be targeted for being a bit unaware and the new school are targeted in their own way by being really new and knowing more about the new aspects of the game. Um, personally, I'm rooting for the old alliance because I just, oh, I don't know, I just love those old school players. Um, and I just, while the new school alliance that was formed, I still just see them as kind of a bit weaker and i just don't see those players making to merge to be honest yeah, I, but um i was
0: i was really impressed with how ethan ethan and danny um showed themselves they they yeah. didn't try and change the game too much from what we saw in their winners games they were
1: oh absolutely the
0: same loyal um game trying especially to
1: ethan America. as well because i only watched africa like a few weeks ago really like i i'm quite new still in my little survivor fan phase so i only watched um africa so recently so going straight into this like there's not even really that much difference in his gameplay but you know it worked for him so there's no need to change it
0: yeah exactly and if if we might see it evolve down the track but at the, the start of the game all you have to do is try to you're trying to build those relationships when you're trying to stay in the game. And he's, mm. he's performing well in the challenges. So that's um that's helping him as well. So yeah. We'll go to the what we had at Edge of Extinction. So we'll yeah. start us off with that one.
1: Okay, well I was very disappointed to see Natalie go to Edge of Extinction. However, out of anyone I think she will really be able to pull through. Um, I loved the sequence just showing how she's physically strong, mentally strong, and just really highlighted how much of a great player she is. Um, and the fact that she was able to figure out that point, I actually think that would have been so hard. Like you see the montage of Edge of Extinction and it's huge and she just went to the other end and just she found it so quickly. Um, Do we want to go straight into her finding the idol and who she Um, gave it to, or do you want to say a few um, things first?
0: I just want to say one thing first, and that was the fact that um, at at the mast um, there was that sign that said, um, "You can, um, if you want to, when you get back into this game, you can get tokens. You have to earn tokens by selling things and and what have you, but um, you can buy an idol." when you get back in the game for three tokens and you can buy an advantage in the immunity challenge for one token. And then there's all these food items as well that I don't think many of the winners will actually want.
1: No. Um,
0: <laughs> but been, I love you know, how
1: they put that in that. to, like, try and throw them off. Yeah. Because exactly. when you get that desperate and when you get that far in the game, if you want food, like, the things people have done for food, especially in old school seasons, like, <laughs> Varner fucked his game. You know, um, yeah, really. Like it's it's so tempting, and uh, in so many circumstances people have ruined their game due to temptation of food. So that's really just a great aspect of Survivor that's been there the whole time. It's you know evolved really. Yeah, um, I, and... I
0: really like that it was there, but I don't see any of these winners. Um, no, for that <laughs> one. Um, so run us through um, what. Natalie found
1: yeah the other thing I wanted to say about the fire tokens is while I feel like a lot of people are going to hate them I actually think it brings a new dimension into the game that I'm actually quite impressed with and I'm actually very excited to see how that works out for you know each player and how you know forms bonds and everything on the other tribe especially because you know you have to send something to the other tribe if they lose but yeah, I was um so yeah, Natalie found the idol that she had to send to someone from the losing tribe and as we have discussed, the losing tribe was tocol, I think they're called. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah
0: she Yeah. And she the losing
1: tribe. Yeah, and she chose Sandra to give the idol to. Um, really surprised to be honest like at the same time I didn't really know who she was going to pick but yeah she I... doesn't
0: have many relationships on that no. side so she doesn't
1: really with she... anyone except for Jeremy really
0: yeah and that was interesting that she sent it to Sandra and the thing was that it was an immunity idol that was valid for three tribal councils and mm-hmm. um she wasn't giving it to the person on the other tribe, she was um, trying to sell it for one fire token. And of course, Sandra was not going to say no to that, yeah. Um, so she now has zero fire tokens, um,
1: yeah,
0: but an idol that will last three tribal councils, which um, she may have needed um, for the first um tribal council for their tribe looking in, but. Turns out she didn't.
1: Yeah, I was actually um, quite impressed with Sandra, surprisingly. Honestly, most of these people shocked me because I was going into this episode thinking, oh, Boston, Rob and Sandra. But they're the two people that actually ended up impressing me the most because her name was 100% brought up first. She was the first target. She's the only person who's won twice. They don't want to make her, let her win a third time. Like, they would be stupid to let her go in far and win a third time. But the fact that she was able to reel the numbers in, she's got that connection with Sarah and Tony for changes, even though her and Tony were rivals. Um, they were still able to put their differences aside and – You know, that she reeled in some numbers and made it the poker alliance, whatever that's meant to be, look bad, which I think she did pretty well.
0: I think with um, also going back to why Sandra um, got the idol from Natalie, I think Sandra was probably, I think, the reasoning behind Natalie is that she wanted to give it to someone who would take it who would definitely take it, who would definitely spend the token. And there might have been a couple people there, such as maybe a Yule or a Sophie, that would have been a bit more calculating, going, OK, maybe I should save my fire token for later on in the game. So I'm, I'm pretty sure she, she gave it to Sandra, because Sandra was going to be sure about it. She was always going to use the token, and Natalie was always going to get the token as an opportunity to get back into the game.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think of that. So you've got a really great point there. Um, Because, yeah, Yule, oh, my gosh, love Yule. He's done amazing already. He definitely would have been more calm and calculated about it, thought it through. And, you know, even us as an audience, we have no idea where these fire tokens are going and what they're going to do for people who are still in the game, let alone people who aren't in the game anymore. So, again, Natalie, what a beast, smart, physical, Yule. Amazing! What a beast! Um, yeah, and I want to hear people. your th- yeah. He's he's my favorite winner, I reckon. My favorite male winner, let's just say. And, yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on everyone targeting this poker alliance? What's you know?
0: Uh, I, oh, um, it just it just shows that perception can become reality quite easily.
1: They played
0: a poker game a couple of years ago um on T V that everybody could see. And um Tyson made a comment on that um poker game saying that they should if they ever play Survivor again or f- form an alliance and they'd boss the game, which um you mentioned. Um and it just shows how much research you was put into it. Um, I was really impressed with you in the fact that he kind of just went back into his game that he yeah. that he played before. And I was rooting for him and Sophie to um before the before the season started to perform, um, form an alliance. And I think they suit really well together. And I think together they might go deep. But yeah, that that poker alliance. Um, they didn't realise that they were a target until Tyson was told by Yule to kind of really form that relationship. And I think that was a very smart move by Yule to give Tyson that choice. What's your thoughts on the poker alliance?
1: Look, as much as I'm like, yes, perception is reality, I think the fact that it was a little dumb comment made in one little poker game was a bit of a dumb reason to target them i sort of understood it because yes like that was a concern but i think what was more of a concern is that you saw so many montages of tyson amber and kim just hanging out the three of them so i think that was more the reason rather than the fact that they were in a poker game together and tyson made a comment um but, i genuinely think a good excuse Yeah, it is a good good excuse to turn it off your back.
0: Amber was there too because of that whole relationship with Rob. So it's just another reason to present a case.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely was. Um, I did feel a lot for Kim because I think out of the three of them, she's the one that's, you know, she's not. She's not going to just stick with them, I feel. Like, Kim's very smart in compared to Tyson and Amber. I thought Ty- um Amber was very dumb in this episode, by the way. But I think, you know, and especially I'm Tyson sorry. as well, because she just she didn't do anything. Like, it's just like when she won All-Stars, she didn't do anything. She didn't talk to anyone. She was a bit, you know, grumpy at Tribal, which just made everyone else annoyed. Like, I just... I don't really, yeah. I just didn't, I wasn't like impressed with her was, at all.
0: She was complacent and she was she was kind of using Tyson as her Boston Rob to try and mm. just create that relationship and let him do the work and drag her further kind of thing. But it, it um, wasn't
1: going it, to work.
0: It, it didn't work for
1: her. No, um, but I felt bad for Kim. I thought, you know, I don't see how they should have, targeted Kim because on that tribe they have a few weaker females I feel um and Kim is their strongest female on that tribe 100 percent. so that would be really dumb and Tyson you know he did say to you like I'm I'm not gonna vote with them if you don't want me to vote with them that's fine by me sort of thing Yeah, um, I
0: loved how he went from self present um from trying to dominate the tribe into self-preservation mode yeah he kind of the thing i really liked about that was that he kind of knew when he's when that battle was lost yeah um and, and he, he didn't that... freak
1: out and get all villainous and crazy like he has in you know like in tokachins or whatever it's called. i'm not very good at pronouncing names yeah so but in his thing. first first season he just was a bit too nuts and then even the season he won, Blood vs Water, like he played well but he was a bit too like aggressive and I like that he's going to take a step back and be a bit more analytical like Yule is. Yeah,
0: exactly. Speaking of taking a step back, Tony um, I was quite impressed with Tony actually. Yeah! Um, he, he was very, he was not measured that um, like someone like a yule but he was measured for tony um he w- impressed me in the fact that he just didn't go run run off looking for an idol and he was trying to build relationships and he was making jokes and he was just he got himself yes his name was brought up but he got himself into the majority and he was he was very smart about it and i'm i'm really impressed with how he is learning
1: yeah and um he wasn't perfect when let's just say that but he was still better (laughs) even in tribal which we'll get to in a second amber's like yeah tony was you know being loud and rowdy all day but at least that he was doing that in a sense of building relationships rather than being like i have to find an idol i have to do this and you know freaking out about everything and you know he um at first was like we need to vote out tyson we need to vote out tyson but we find out he changes his mind which is you know, put some peace into your mind about how he's going to play.
0: Yeah. And it it was good about Tony as well, because the thing with Tony is he only needs to get through the first few votes, first, first few votes. And then this game that he plays will come into his own, um, because people will be more willing to scheme and they'll be more willing to make moves and they'll, they'll want to do things and he'll kind of go into his element a bit more. Um, mm. just another thing about Kim before I forget, um, this surprised me about Kim was this. I think this is the first time we've ever seen her rattled. Um, mm. That her whole winter season was so dominant. She was always in control. And for the first time we saw her not being able to get information from people, being shut out, um, being in the minority. Um, and,
1: how and it made her vulnerable her. as well.
0: Exactly. And you could see the tears coming to her eyes. So how, how, what were your thoughts on how she reacted to being in that position?
1: Um, in terms of before tribal or during tribal? Both. Uh, uh, before tribal, I thought that she was doing her best that she could. She tried to talk to people saying, I'll literally do whatever you want and put herself in that position to be a number instead of trying to be dominant so I think it was great that she took that step back just presented herself as a number and a good competitor to have and sort of begging for trust in a sense so she sort of did a similar thing to Tyson where I think she stepped back and tried to make herself present as a a good number I just don't think it worked perfectly for her and in tribal um I honestly thought that her outburst was a little bit irrational I can understand where she was coming from um but and I felt really bad for her like I really felt for her because she's never in Survivor before been in a vulnerable position she was as you said before dominant the entire game in her other season day one to the end making every decision and just being the most dominant female winner we've had in a long time so I think her outburst was very emotional probably really hard for her but I just I didn't think that that was the right move and yeah I think what about you? I think
0: the problem with Kim in in that tribal was that she was being too defensive she had to be she had to do some recovery in the fact that she had to yeah, going into self-preservation mode, which she kind of did, but she needed to try and suck up a little bit, like yeah. did really well. And I think because she's never been in that position before, she's a bit out of her depth. And um, mm-hmm. it does make me worry for her future in the game because I can't really see her getting back on top, especially with her challenge ability. Um, it's going to keep her in the game for a little bit, but might not... For the long run when they decide to target those people but yeah. going, going into tribal um, we saw that there were two names on the block either Amber or Kim were going to go that that um, Nick was brought up as well as a possible. Mm. Um,
1: that was really interesting as well because that kind of came out of nowhere like just because he's uh, the newest winner but yeah I, yeah, I was surprised. I
0: think the reason I think for Nick is because he was targeted really early on. He nearly got vote. He probably would have been voted out first yeah. in his original season. So I think he he comes across maybe a little bit cagey sometimes. But the fact that they were putting his name up, for Sandra was um was very interesting, and maybe even in front of Sandra was um was definitely um, interesting. What were your thoughts on Sandra in this um in this tribal and and leading up to it?
1: Um, As I said before, I thought she was actually pretty impressive leading up to Tribal because she got the vote off her. I think she could have made it get put back on her if she was a bit too strong and upfront, but she was able to just reel in numbers and target with Yule that whole poker alliance thing. Um, In Tribal... Um, She wasn't really on my radar as much as Kim's reactions and uh, Amber's reactions. So I honestly was not too disturbed by Sandra. A lot of people might disagree because Sandra is quite disliked by a lot of people who are watching, but I honestly was impressed with her and how she reacted about everything.
0: Yeah, Sandra, Sandra was good. And um, I feel like, if you play similarly to what she did in game changes when she had that massive target on her back, um, she will play similarly or maybe even better. But um, especially now she has an idol, um, which will really help her. And Mm. now that she has that element of, she's talking about going after Rob and the fact that Rob, she spent 39 days with him on Island of of the Idols. 36. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Correct. (laughs) Um, didn't know that he was going to play again and didn't know that Amber was going to play. So yeah. that trust, she, she kind of, the funny thing was that I feel like she's got this such a good relationship with Rob and she's built it because she spent a lot of time with him that her emotions came into it for that we haven't really seen before.
1: Mm, definitely. Um yeah, I think her targeting Amber and Rob in that sense and using that as an excuse is just another reason to, like, target those two because they're a couple. And the other thing I wanted to bring up about Tribal that I had really strong feelings about was Amber's reaction in Tribal. So what were your thoughts on that?
0: Um, yeah, Amber... Amber wasn't um, great in this episode at all. Uh-huh. No. She she didn't really know what she was doing she didn't adjust to the game very well at all um, and i just i just think she was a bit um, prickly a bit dry very defensive um, and that's just gonna that's not gonna help people get swayed what were your thoughts
1: um yeah for an all-winners season that is the one person i was like are you freaking kidding me like you can't go into an all-winner season like that and be as you said so prickly so dry so like cold or something like that and just so I don't know in a way she was very like self-centered about you know the fact that she won all stars back in whatever year it was you know They're, she really they all
0: won so yeah not really
1: something to to use no like I think yeah, even even in the first part of the episode when they were all being introduced and coming off the boat and she had quite a few confessionals at the beginning, she was just so talking about, oh, me is a winner, me is a winner. When, you know, even someone like Tony is like, oh, I'm playing with all these winners, this is crazy. And, you know, Wendell, oh, my gosh, I'm playing with the best of the best, this is crazy. And, you know, everyone's sort of complimenting each other. And here's Amber who thinks she's the queen of Survivor who won – next to her, you know, who would be her future husband. Like, She's not really an iconic winner, if you think about it. So I just, I thought she was so dumb on that part because I think she should have realised from the beginning, I'm going into the hardest challenge I'm ever going to do and some of these winners are incredible people. So I think that was really disappointing that she was so up herself about her as a winner when she's on an all-winner season.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. the thing with Amber is she didn't, she didn't try and adjust her game at all. And no. that's why she, why she went out on a 6-3-1 vote. Um, sixth Amber, 3 to kim they split in case of an idol, and Nick got the one vote from Amber. And I think this is going to be a theme with the whole Winners at War season is the fact that if the people, if the people playing the game aren't going to adapt their game, aren't going to adapt their winning season, and try something new and be less predictable, then they're going to get voted out and they're not going to go far. Mm, They have to be willing and wanting to change and be unpredictable and not be on the script and evolve. And Amber didn't, and that's why she got um, sent to Edge of Extinction. Um, Obviously, she was going to give her fire token to Rob.
1: That was a wholesome moment though. As much as it's cringe for everyone, I was like wholesome. <laughs> so she dropped in that box and the music <laughs> changed. I was like, damn, she did yeah. it. And that's it good was... for Rob, because he's he's evolving his game. Yeah, so I
0: think I was impressed with Rob.
1: Yeah. So he's evolving his game. Honestly, my draft looks so good right now. I have Yule, Boston, Rob, Sophie, and oh, who's the third one? The fourth one I mean. And Poverty, Poverty, Yule, Boston, Robin, Sophie. What a good four, like for yeah. the beginning of the season.
0: Poverty really impressed me in this episode. The fact that she was turning on the mum charm. You um, loved really that. Really bonding over, because a lot of the people on this cast have kids because they're older. And he is the oldest car, average um, age cast ever, mm. which makes sense. Um, not by much, though. It just beats Nicaragua by like 0.8 or something. So, oh,
1: yeah. But the the thing about Nicaragua is that's an old versus young season. So exactly. that does make sense too.
0: It does. Um, but let's not talk about Nicaragua. No. Um, <laughs> just before we um, wrap up, I'd like to hear your thoughts on who you think um, is in the power position in each tribe and who you think is in the bottom each tribe and could be in trouble next episode
1: um okay honestly the power position for chikol which is tony's tribe the tribe that went to tribal second um i actually think hmm, who's in the power position in that tribe yule 100 percent. yule is in the best position in that tribe i think and for the other tribe that went to tribal first um that voted out natalie I think probably, at the moment, poverty and Boston Rob, but I just don't see that lasting for too long because of how great of a player they are. So maybe instead of them, Danny or Ethan would be in the power position there.
0: And who do you see in the most vulnerable position and probably not being able to turn it around on each tribe?
1: Most vulnerable position for, again, the second tribe that went to tribal, Kim. um. Her physical ability might save her, but as you said before, she really need to pull on the relationships to actually try and put herself in a solid position. Um, so, yeah, for that tribe, I'd say my only one right now is Kim. It's really hard to tell because they all kind of came t- together to vote out Amber. So it's really hard to see who they're going to target next if it's not t- um, Kim or Tyson. And then for the tribe that went to tribal first, um, Jeremy, except I think that he's, again, his physical abilities might save him or someone like Ben would be in a bad position just because he just yeah. is a bit wishy-washy. Or Adam as he, well. Adam's another one.
0: Je- um, Jeremy, I think, will be safe just because he now doesn't really, he has a relationship in the game but they're mostly on the other tribe, and he's strong. Um, I think um, Ben got shaped and framed into the middle role, but he could be in trouble if he starts um, continues to blow his mouth off. Um, and, yeah, Adam Adam's, his name coming up um, last tribal wasn't great, so him and Denise could be perceived as a power couple, but I just think Rob and Poverty are in a strong position, but that won't last long, as you yeah. said. So it's it's not going to last. And in the other tribe, I was very impressed with Yule. I think he um, has this building a great relationship with everyone, even Tyson, which I would love to see those two together. I think they'd yeah. be very, very strong. Um, him and Sophie impressed me. Um, and Sandra is not in a bad spot. Um, it won't... Just like the others, um, just like Rob and Poverty, it won't last long, but it's good to see to see how she goes um, next episode. And who joins um, Natalie and Amber on Edge of Extinction?
1: And who do you think's in the weakest position in that Sandra tribe?
0: Um, yeah, it's got to be Kim. Um, yeah. she, but... I have hoped that she will um, outlast a couple votes just because of her strength. And people are gonna in this season, people are gonna want to use people on the bottom um, yeah. They have no connection. So it'll be someone more of a top dog that um, that gets targeted. Um, and we and might think... see Tony's name come up again.
1: And I think as well that tribe physically is actually quite strong, especially now that they voted out Amber because I think she was their weak link in that whole tribe. Um, Like I can see them doing well, skipping more tribals than the other tribes. So we'll see how that goes. Um, And, yeah, I think there was one more thing I was going to say about the – you know evolving your game, I think, with the all winner season or winners at war, as they're calling it, I think it's not only the old school players that have to evolve their game, I think it's the new school ones as well because everyone's going to have to evolve how their gameplay goes because they are playing with completely different competitors, like they're not just playing with you know random choices that you know they cast and then you know produce another season these are people who have played some of them played more than once some of them have only played once and one straight away you know these people are so powerful so everyone's really going to have to step up and evolve their game
0: yeah, um, I agree. which it's is going to be interesting
1: level.
0: it's another level and that's why we are so excited to watch how this season unfolds so i think we'll wrap up there and yeah. um stay tuned for Um, power rankings which will come out in the next couple days uh, where we look at who is in a really good position who's not and then we will do another recap next week thanks for listening guys and this is the survivor madness podcast
1: thanks guys see you later